All right, hello and welcome to another episode of the Give Us a Spell podcast. Back again, uh, had a little time off there, but uh, we're ready to go again. This is uh, Ramwick this weekend, uh, a couple of the big horses coming back. Uh, pretty exciting time, to be honest. We've got the likes of Af Cabin even going around. Pretty short favourite in the Eskimo Prince, uh, but... Pretty keen. Um, I did put out a little feeler. Not sure how I'm going to go with it, but uh, a little tipping comp throughout autumn. It was going to be a $50 buy-in and you have an imaginary 500 to spend. How that works, I'm not sure, but we would do a leaderboard and whoever wins it at the end of it, I think it's uh, Queen Elizabeth Stakes Day, uh, would get all the cash. Uh, a lot of people have said yes, so that would be a lot of admin, so I'll try and work out how that will look. Also, footy tipping, NRL and stuff, that we did one last year, got, I don't know, 50 or something, 50 or 60 people in there, which is pretty good. So if you're keen, jump in. It'll be 50 bucks as well. But we're going to be looking this weekend at uh, Ramwick, touch on a couple of others if we uh, if the boys have liked it. Kohai's uh, just been out playing golf. Tommy's had the day off. Tommy's off to Red Hot Chili Peppers tonight as well, the bastard. So let's get in, little boys, and um, let's find some winners. Yeah, mate, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers post mine would be pretty good. I'm out here at the moment on Homebush, just uh, sitting in the park in the glorious sun. It's like 35. It's pretty hot. You reckon, I don't know, there's a storm coming, but there always is when I go to concerts, it seems. But uh, no, it should be good, man. I'm, I'm pretty keen. I'm selling holidays for a few weeks, so just uh, lapping it up at the moment. But still some great racing on, so it's um, good to sit back and enjoy on Saturdays. Don't have to think about working. Coe, you had the day off as well, mate. Bit of golf? Bit of golf, and let me tell you, the, yeah, I... I haven't put this much sunscreen on my body and I couldn't tell you how long because as soon as I arrived at the track, I was like, shit, I didn't bring any, but luckily the clubhouse had some. So I um, absolutely head to toed myself in some, uh, some banana boat and away I went. It's, it was a glorious day. Shot like shit, but a great day. Beautiful. Um, there's not too much news I'm going to touch on before we get into round week. Maybe one thing that we had Zach Lloyd on the other week and we saw that he copped another two week and he, he talked about how much he gets suspensions and he's got to um, man up a bit. But we saw that he um, he placed a $6 multi and included a race over in New Zealand. He's copped two weeks for it. I think something about he's having his phone and stuff as well. What are your thoughts, Coey, uh, about you know getting stung for having a little wager for New Zealand? I'm not going to like, I mean, he's going to learn off this. And like he uh, mentioned through the interview last time, um, his old man and his old lady will absolutely rail him essentially. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I'm sure it'd be a lesson learned, everything else. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure what's doing with it. Like, I mean, that's the gambling side of things. I don't know what's doing with this phone stuff nowadays because it seems like everyone's kind of running the gauntlet with it. And from what I hear, the stewards go in and out of the jockey's room anyway. So why bother even picking up your phone? Just It's almost like a case of just leave it in your car. You know, like it's uh, – I, I don't get what the uh, – why risk that kind of element of the sport, so to speak. Well, like it's, it's so easy to avoid, but we're just so attached at the hip with it. So what's the best way to get rid of it? I mean, just leave it at home, leave it in the car, so forth, and you won't get in trouble. Mm. What do you reckon, Tom? Do you think it was stiff or he knows the rules? Yeah, as Kelly's mum always told him growing up, just keep your hands off it. Um, <laughs> it's just... It's just facts. Yeah, yeah, facts. Yeah. Still does. But, uh, yeah. No, it's... Unless he had a good tip, I mean, any he passed it on to us and we could have had the bet, but 
no, no, it's just dumb. He'll learn. He he won't do it again. And he's he's gotten off pretty light, I reckon. If it was a senior jockey and um, some big headlines, we've seen J Mac rubbed out for a couple of years, and a few other jockeys rubbed out. But I think he's actually pretty lucky. But yeah, as Kelly said, he'll learn and won't do it again. Uh, a little news I sort of saw on. Um who are they called? Aft Cabin, which is going around this weekend in Eskimo Prince at two barks. Uh, looks like they're going to split. I saw, heard Vin Cox this morning. He's splitting up Golden Mile and Aft Cabin or whatever. What do you reckon, Coey? I would have liked to see them maybe go to toe-to-toe. I mean, smart by the stable though, really, isn't it? Like, I mean, you just kind of... We see it time and time again, essentially. Uh, certain horses from the same stable, they take different paths because, well, I mean, why... Why test each other? I mean, try and get the win for both horses at the same time. But saying that, I mean, I, I get the competition side of things. I mean, I'd love to see Af Cavan versus Golden Mile. Um, but saying that, I think, I mean, this is how I feel anyway. Golden Mile is probably a perfect 14, 15, 1600 metre horse, almost living by its name. And then Af Cavan, I think, go a little bit further in trip. So, There'll be only a couple of lead-up races, so to speak, that I think they really come against. Like, I don't see Af Cabin going to a Queen Elizabeth or, you know, anything of that like. But Golden Miles probably going for, what, a Doncaster? Is that how I see it? I'm not actually sure what its grand final is, this preparation, but I don't see Golden Mile going there either. What do you reckon, Tommy? Mate, when you've got all the horses, uh, mate, when you've got all the horses like they do, we saw it with... Animo and Cascadian last prep, they, they can split them up. They can win multiple group ones. They're going to have um, uh, in secret back, probably winning their TJ too. So, mate, they're going to win all the races and they can place their horses to win as many races as possible. So, good position to be in. I'd want to win as many races as I could as well. Mm, true. Good point. They want to get getting the Ws and... You don't want to get your two stars going against each other. But um, there's a fair bit of racing happening in the next two days. Obviously, the Kenzo is happening tomorrow. Um, a couple of shorties going around in the first couple. And who knows, there may be a few dual noms for the following day um, as well. But we'll focus Saturday, Ramwick, and then we'll touch on anything on Friday if you want to give it anything, a little push. But uh, we kick off Lonro Plate, a 1,000-metre dash, which is always fun. A Sicilian is the fave. Timmy Clark for Gay Waterhouse, 290 of the best. Madeira Sunrise, J-Mac is on uh, 370. J-Mac's on a ton of favourites, to be honest, on Saturday for a change. Mexico, Satin Silk, Porta Rosa, Torfic Star, Miss Belgium. Pretty short field. There's only seven left in the field or so. Um, Coey, you landed on anything in the first? I think Sicilian's under the odds. That's just kind of how I see it at the moment. I don't know. It's a classic kind of waterhouse spot set up, uh, win two trials. And uh, those two trials, it's been pretty well ridden, like in the sense that it's been scrubbed up and, you know, they wanted to get some good times and everything else on the board. And I don't know. Um, I wasn't convinced. I mean, it won against a stable maiden just glamorous, I think, in the latest trial. And I personally think... I think Just Glamorous is a better horse than Sicilian. So I think the market is, I mean, the barrier is, you know, ideal. Drawing one, everything else, but it's a small field. So I think everyone gets to slot in relatively well. Uh, in terms of the speed, I think, I mean, a couple of these non-starters are going start, to be, yeah, you know, they're going to be interesting. And Torfic Star, for example, sake, is dual nom for the Kenzo meeting. So I've got a feeling it might go there, but at the same time, who, who knows? Uh, barrier four is pretty handy for it. So 
I think this market can definitely change come uh, final scratchings on Saturday morning. Uh, as for my tip, I'm kind of going leaning towards Mexico at the moment. Uh, just the, you know, couple of runs on the board. The two latest trials it's had is actually been an easier watch than what Sicilian's done in my eyes anyway. I think it'll probably post up outside the leader, it being Sicilian. Uh, I think just the fact that it's had two runs to this, you know, into this race is the big upside that I see anyway. So I'm going Mexico for the little bit of value and I can see Madeira Sunrise is a smoky because that was in the same trial as Sicilian, uh, set off the speed and it was, it was like a trial that they tried to disguise, but no one missed in the market kind of thing. So, and, and the J-Mac factor is a big positive. So I can see them kind of going one, two in my eyes. Mexico, two starts, two nice trials. Tommy, anything? Yeah, I just follow a lot of what Cowie said. And the two runs Mexico's had against some good horses as well. Barber's one of the favourites for the slipper. And the Blue Diamond. And, um, yeah, the price. I think Mexico's a good price as well. Big Rats won it early. Um, had a prep under its belt, like a couple others, but just maybe a couple more runs. So, uh, give me Mexico. Mexico is getting uh, decent odds there. The race number two, 1,600 metre benchmark, 78. Cosmic Minerva is the fave. 340, it's in a little bit. Banana Queen is there. Brenton's riding. It's coming off a bunch of wins, too. It's looking for about four in a row. Lekvate had a good win. A couple of starts back. That's at sevens. Festival Dancer has been going around a bit. Uh, Ella Tamar, Ella, uh, African Daisy. A bit of a coin, I guess. African Daisy. Capistel always rides, runs all right. Um, what do you reckon, Coey? Another one with a dual nom, I think Ella Tiama, uh, the Kiwi import for Chrissy Lee's, it's nommed in for tomorrow as well. So I've got a fi- and I think it is a favourite in one of the, the middle races tomorrow. So I've got a feeling it might run there. Um, so yeah, okay. I, I don't think I don't think the market will change drastically over it. Um, look, a fair bit of form to come out of this race because I mean I kind of potted Banana Queen last start because. I just didn't know how that midweek grade form held up into a Saturday grade. And, I mean, lo and behold, I was, yeah, I was proven wrong quite quickly. It was a peach of a ride by um, the Garden of Dollar, and I can definitely see it repeating again. It's up in class. Only has to, you know, gets penalised one and a half kilos. I think the barrier nine shouldn't be an issue. It's a relatively small field once again. It's only nine at the moment with the possibility of LRT armour coming out. Speaking of speed... Speed's very muddling. I think Festival Dance has led the last handful of starts. So with that low draw, I'd imagine it kind of posts up and leads the front. Festival, uh, sorry, Africa Daisy, much the same. Last start, it was kind of like a, a box seat and run home and it was just too good for him uh, last weekend. So I see them leading and I genuinely think that Festival Dancer is something that you could play at odds. Um, six Back to the mile is... Pet distance, so I, I see that as a big tick. Comes out of kind of Frumos form uh, last start, albeit coming fifth, but two, only two, bit over two lengths behind. So just a little tick over trial in between. I don't mind the price of it. I can definitely entertain it, but uh, I have to respect Cosmic Minerva. I was on it last start. I think it was the same race as Banana Queen, was it? I can't remember. But regardless, I, I think the J-Mac factor will give it another two lengths and it'll be close to the finish. Barrier four looks to suit. It'll probably try and box it or, you know, one out, one back, that kind of thing. And, yeah, I think it's the good thing personally, but I can definitely entertain two horses here. Mate, um, Banana 
sorry about that win, but Banana Queen really impressed me last start and, and strung three together now. I, I just think they I gotta stay with it now. I just yeah, I was really good. They've been up in class again, but I think um I think Brenton and, and uh Gerald and Sterling have got a good one here. So I'll stick with Banana Queen. All right, midway time, race three over the mile, and Healthy Beauty going around as fave. Come in a touch with Robbie Dolan aboard. Dr. Evil's there, J-Mac Factor, six into fives. Uh, that's been about fifth race up. Uh, Miss Lenore, seven bucks. We've got Go Troppo going around, Jay Collett and Pfeiffer. Uh, love the Invasion, Dylan Gibbons, Spirit Tens. We've got double figures for Too Big Fari, Oh Golly Gosh, Louvois, etc. Uh, pretty much not much happening here, actually, Coe. Can't see a road for anything. What do you reckon? Tricky, tricky, right? It's like Dr. Evil, I think, um, last start, I gave it every hope. Um, but coming onto the dry surface worries me a touch. I think it suits the mile. It loves the mile to 2,000, I think, this horse. But uh, just just for the price, I don't know if I can happily back it. A um, couple of interesting runners, though. Uh, so Healthy Beauty, the sergeant thing, um, coming out of Canberra form. One by half a length. I just don't know if I can entertain that price either. It won over the mile. Uh, last preparation at Goulburn in a benchmark 58 in, on a heavy nine. So it's it's another one that are just – it's a typical mid, midway race, isn't it? Like it's just trying to match up all these form lines. And I, I was speaking to Brad Gray, and he's made this Miss Lenore his best bet. And I, I had to go through a couple of replays with it, and it's never run – over the mile, and that was the big query for mine. But it's going to be carrying fifty-two and a half kilos, rock bottom weight, and I, I, I could definitely make a case for it. I can't believe he made it a best bet in the midway, but he is probably the value runner in this field. So I'm going with a professional opinion, not exactly my opinion, but I, it definitely kind of you need to respect that. I think just the the wit. It's gone from mid midweek class one, oh sorry, midway class one, into a Randwick. Boxing Day benchmark 72 into a midweek Warwick Farm benchmark 72 for the Mares and coming into this midway. It's going to be rock hard fit, low in the weights. It does map really well for it uh, coming out of barrier five and the claim helps. So I'm going with the uh, the professional opinion here with uh, Miss Lenore. Interesting one. What about you, Tommy? Yeah, pretty standard midway, really tough. A couple of horses on the up like your um – your favourite healthy beauty, string a few wins over the last couple of preps. Uh, and it's a low, low weight, Robbie Dolan on for Sarge at 55 and a half. I don't mind. I like Dr. Evil, but I think 60 might be a bit too much. It just it ran home strong the other day. But, yeah, just that weight worried me. Uh, this little noise, Kobe mentioned, yeah, I can easily see it. And Go Troppo is probably the one I want to be with. Just consistently around this grey, Collett's just riding so well, as he always does. And, David Pfeiffer going for a good spell. So I reckon, um, I reckon I'll go, go Troppo. But, yeah, real tough race. Interesting. All right, race four, the highway, super extreme. J-Mac aboard, 550 for Cam Crockett. Iron Will is there at six bucks, coming a little bit. Amulet Street on the drift, Supido Beauty. Uh, be a decent coin for Clever Art. Rachel King's riding there. It's um, looking to go four on the trot now. Uh, Running Bear is there. The rest are at double figures. Low Dart is there as well. Um, Coey. Thoughts. I don't mind backing blow. How, how did uh, Phil Roberts call it, uh, Tommy? Uh, disregard. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, correct. Um, I think it really maps well for it. So I think that could be the value play for me. I think uh, blow dart 
drawn three. It'll probably have a couple of horses cross. So I think uh, Sapito Beauty, Iron Will, Courageous Queen, uh, Astrolith, they're all speed. And I mean, it's a 1,200-meter highway. So I'd imagine there'd be quite a few scampering for the lead from wide out. I think, yeah, Blow Dart, kind of, I think I see him boxing up. Uh, I think he will save his petrol and second up record's not horrible, albeit hasn't won second up, but uh, loves the good track conditions as well. So I can entertain the price. I think the interesting runner is whether it gets a run anyway is going to be, what is it called? Two year got. I think it's like a fourth emergency or fifth emergency, whatever it, it works out to be. Mm-hmm. It's a Brett Kavanaugh horse, uh, not a bad trial. Scone last, when was it last? So 27th of January, whenever that works out to be. I think that's Friday or Thursday, regardless. Uh, nice trial, uh, 1,200 metres, no problem. Good track, also a tick. Gets two kilos off with Gibbons. Barrier 7 looks good, but obviously needs a handful of scratchings to come out. Um, I'm happy to entertain the each way here with um, Blow Dart. Blow Dart. Tommy, blow your dart. <laughs> uh, if you're offering, no. Um, <laughs> let me have a look. It's another tough one. Bloody highways. Um, I definitely like what Kelly said about Clever Art. Donna Scott, I think it's got a good one here. And Rachel King. And um, yeah, it, it really intrigues me. There's a couple of other ones. Like Running Bear is so consistent, but it might need to run fresh. Blow dart, a bit um, nice return the other day without doing too much, I think it'll definitely improve from that. And Step Lee off a bit of a spell too. Um, big wraps on it early. It's won a, won a highway before. So there's there's a couple intriguing ones there, but I think I'm going to go with the, um, the informed Clever Art. Clever Art. That one's still eight bucks. Uh, race number five, we got another 78, 1,300-metre race, and pretty wild is the fave, the Waller Runner, J-Mac aboard, um, Third ups, 360. Super bright. Tyler's riding for Nathan Doyle at 550. Bit of coin for Rupertar, horse I've backed uh, a lot in the past. Uh, it's going to be it's pretty well into its campaign. It's nine into six. Uh, Avenine, Timmy Clark for the Hawks on the drift. What have we got? And again, uh, Grande Ramore has halved its quote. It's 26 into 13. Dylan's riding for the Lee stable. It's um, coming off a trial at Wyong. Didn't watch it. Says so six of six, but has halved its quote. Kelly? Man, I, I've given too many chances to Rupertar, and I don't, I don't want to back him here, but it'll probably win now. Um, <laughs> Pretty Wild's probably warranted to be favourite in my eyes. I think last start was a little bit of a forgive. I didn't actually think it would step and lead. It was, I think the the tactics were wrong on that day. It was shorter on the trip, 1,100 metres, which is probably not ideal for it. Needs to be twelve to thirteen hundred. I think that's where you see the best of this horse. Uh, albeit, like I mean, it's it's only had five career starts, right? So uh, we'll find out more this preparation. I think. Um, I think the good track is definitely a, a tick, though. So I don't see any qualms about that. J Mac on board, like you said. I mean, tick tick tick. Uh, the one that I don't mind entertaining a little bit will be and again. Um, I think I've. Had a little small each ways along the way this preparation without really doing a whole lot. I think that kind of Aaron Moore Sunshine in Paris form is actually quite strong. Um, so I don't mind in having a little cheeky small each way on it. And as for Aravine, that Hawks thing, I have no idea how this will figure into the picture. It's I think it's far too short for it, like uh, in terms of trip. 
it is oh, we had like an Oaks campaign last preparation as a three year old and coming into this I think this is be very much a query so I'm going to stick true with the favourite pretty wild here it's, an, it's a weird one that Aravine what do you reckon Tommy? yeah I'm in the same corner as Kelly I think um yeah, exactly what you said about leading last start. I think Rubitar and then even from the wide gate, uh, Mosh, moshed up, uh, should lead. A uh, bit of speed there, pretty well can sit in the back and just get a nice McDonald uh, path in there. Should should really uh, go pretty well. But if they do overdo it, I think that, again, sets up sets up for a really nice um, run home as well, especially if the track's nice and even. So, um, yeah, I, I, best bet for me, the card is pretty wild, but... Uh, definitely something each way on and again. Okay. Pretty wild and, and again. All right, race number six uh, over the mile is Banju. Banju is the favourite. It's four bucks into 220, so solid going for it. Reese Jones has jumped aboard or back aboard. He rode it two starts ago. It's looking for three in a row. Solcum has come from Melbourne. Um, it's had a trial, but it's 280. It was on the drift. It opened 225. No compromise is there from memory. That's one of Tommy's. Uh, Beaufort Art had a good win. Or last start, I think it was. Maybe a week or two ago. Love Taps there. Sacramento, Night of Power and Youth Spirit. So, Coey, is Bandrew going to go three on the trot? I think the... I mean, I've... I like two horses here. Banjo is one of them. I mean, you're looking at it. It's a nine-kilo differential from last night. It's coming from a... Yes, a benchmark 78 victory, a back-to-back benchmark 78 victories into this, what is this graded at? Uh, it's an open handicap. And subsequently, I guess it's, you know, has to get a bit of weight relief and it's getting nine kilos after the claim. So <laughs> it's going to feel like this, well, I mean, Reese Jones is going to be fasting away, I have to assume, trying to get to 50 and a half kilos, but... Winning form's good form. I have to, you know, follow it in. And 220, I think that is as rock bottom as it comes. So I reckon you could wait till race day in terms of backing it. Um, saying that, yeah, Tommy's horse, no, no compromise. I can definitely make a case for. Um, hands down, the weakest race that it's been in over the mile um, to date. Or close to anyway. And it hasn't really... I think it does love a little bit of sting out of the ground. But... As long as it doesn't turn into a good three, I think they'll be irrigating the track probably today and tomorrow, to be honest, with the weather looking tip-top and 30 degrees. So I'm hoping it hits good four. Um, and good four, I can still see it figuring. I think 1,600-metre start, like the first up run is good. The latest trial it had, it was such a soft trial. It was a typical stayers trial, and Waller knows what he's doing. He's taking the two kilos off with Dylan, so it's going to be 59.5 kilos. If it produces anything close to that Chelmsford third, I think it should be figuring in the picture. Uh, yeah, I guess the track conditions are a little bit of a query, but yeah, those two for me. Uh, Bandrew for you, Tom. Yeah, a bit of a tough, bit of a tough one with Bandrew. Um, you got to say it is under the odds, especially no compromise. I think um, had a really good. Um, Carnival this time last year, but it, it is debuting compared to the nice and fit Banjo, who's now in his sixth or seventh run this prep. So you, you got to be with Banjo. I just think the barrier one is is too good, and he'll get to a nice lead as long as it doesn't tussle with Sacramento and play funny buggers up front. If Sacramento wants to go hard, let him go, uh, because Banjo is the fit horse in this race. All these stayers just just starting their prep off, and as Carrie mentioned, that weight is just um is just gold. So. You got to you got to think, Banjo, the fit horse against some horses just uh, coming back 
This is going to be the one. The one that really interests me, though, is uh, Beaufort Park. Really good win yeah, last good start. Rachel King on. Um, the trainer didn't even speak to Rachel King after his last start. He just trusted her and she wrote it a peach. So um, $14 for it as well. Bit of a step up, but really interesting to see how good it is. But, yeah, I think Andrew's going to be tough. Okay. Uh, starting the quaddie with race number seven. It's the 1,000-meter dash. And we got Remark going around. Timmy Clark's award for the Hawks. It's six bucks into four. Hasn't had a start since uh, mid-October last year. Sydney Stakes, maybe. Um Cody is there. It's in. It's been backed as well. It's into four twenty. Andamat going around. J Mac aboard five into four eighty. Still, a, it was four dollars today. Actually, a bit of a drift. Quick tempo has been backed. Uh, Jay Collett for Minavini. Eleven dollars into six fifty. Dragonstones always got plenty of pace. Easy single is there. Sevenak for Zanini always good if that can win. Key Largo classy JB. Cody, uh, it's a bit of um. This is an interesting race. I got no idea. It, it's tricky because. This is where someone like Zach Lloyd would have been perfect. Yeah, agree. You know, yeah, he, he could have ridden for Godolphin. He could have ridden for the Hawks at the top. You know, and one and two, Remark and Andermatt, and he would have had a claim. As a result of him being kind of out of the game for the tick, um, they've stuck the senior jocks on without a claim, and it worries me out a little bit. I think um, the dry track worries me for Andermatt. I think it's definitely a softer, heavy horse. Uh, its latest trial was. I don't know. I don't know what to think of it. Just having that one trial in between after that kind of very unimpressive seventh at Sandown in the Christmas stakes. And I don't know. Leave me out of it. I think the barrier is a little bit of a well, it's definitely tricky coming out 11, although it will be settling right at the back. Uh, Remark, on the other hand, 62 kilos. You just go, my goodness. Oh, there's a lot of weight. I know it's carried 59 and a half over the past. But 62, that's – yeah, it's got to be hard. I'm, I'm purely at this stage looking at the two bottom weights here in Kote and Sevenak. I think Kote first up, yeah, it doesn't have any first up record. But the two trials going into it, more so the, the latest one, about a week and a half ago, uh, finished in front of Joyful Fortune, who figured in – or he who went into an Everest. Sue Tiger resumes this week, ha- also a very handy horse. And it was – pretty eye-catching. I think it was really soft and nice and Tyler Schiller carrying 52 kilos from Barry 6. I, I do like that. I, I like it a lot. I think it will probably be the likely leader, I'm guessing. Although it doesn't have the good track form, it's purely because it's only a three-year-old and you have to remember the whole of last year was underwater. So I'll be very curious to see how it travels on the good track. And Sebenak. Sebenak also returned in the same trial as Remark. Won that trial. A little bit worked over the you know the concluding stages and everything, which I don't mind seeing. Uh, and the only win it's ever had is over the 1,000 metres, which was its very first start to date. And it's going to be carrying significantly lower weights. I can roll the dice. Uh, yeah, Sebenak and Kote for mine. Okay. Sebenak and Kote. Sebenak. Would have been nice to get a little 21s. What do you reckon, Tommy? Yeah, it kind of makes some good points. Like, I think uh, I think Cody um, probably leads and gets a soft lead, um, uh, especially from five. It's it's hard. I think a lot of them, the other ones would be a bit mid pack. Maybe Andermatt goes a bit closer. Remark sixty two and a half. They the Hawks do its trial was enormous, and it always trials enormous. But it's been a different horse since it's been gelded. They just norm it for a lot of races and they scratch. I just feel like if it does run here, especially. 
got a really good first up record. You got to think like that they um yeah they they're there to win. So remark, I'm I'm really intrigued if it runs or not. I I've got a feeling it just doesn't because they nominated it for so many races last year in scratch and as Carrie said, sixty two and a half is a lot. So that could change the market. But I I just don't know. I I'm going to go with Andermatt just because Mac, McDonald's ridden it three out of its four uh four times it's. He's ridden it four times for three wins, and he seems um, to do really well for the good off and rides he always gets. So, a uh, bit of a tricky game, but um, I think he can get the best out of this horse, and especially a bit fitter after running another trial. So, I'm going to go with Andermatt. Okay. And saying that, I, quick tempos uh, one of mine as well. And if, if um, a bit better race as well, should create a bit more speed, uh, and it'll be finishing strong as well, collared on, on a back marker. So, Quick tempo intrigues me, but I'm going to go in the map. Okay. Eskimo Prince is race number eight. It's 1,200 metres, and this is where we're seeing Af Cabin go around. J-Mac aboard, barrier eight, uh, coming off a win at Caulfield. Um, Guinea's Prelude or something. Um, Zoo Tiger is going around, and for anyone that doesn't know, Tommy Markland is going to be riding in Sydney for the next however long, two months or something. Um, he's got four rides on Saturday. One is Zoo Tiger, and quite a few yarns about Zoo Tiger that people are liking to upset that cabin. So uh, that's at 3.40. Osipenko is there, Nash aboard, 8.50. Sajard in his 11s, Communist, and then, yeah, a bunch of bigger odds. Uh, Coey, does Af Cabin win? Are you a bit nervous of Zoo Tiger? I'm definitely nervous about the price that Af Cabin's going around at. Um I think it's close to rock bottom. I think it's actually quite nice field. Like I think there is some talented gallopers here, and just to be getting even money, that's yeah. That's, I think that is as rock bottom as it comes. Like I mean, you look at it: Sajardin, Williamsburg, Oscar, uh, Osipenko, Communist, Zoo Tiger. They're not slouches. They're you know they're stakes great horses, and they have every right to be in this race. I think, and oh, I think yeah, I just can't entertain that price. I mean. If it drifts out to let's say three to one, I'd be definitely having a little cheeky bet closer to race time. But as it stands, I won't be backing it. Uh, one at value, I don't mind. I think Sajardin's at a ridiculous price, twelve hundred meters on a good track. I mean, I think we'll see good things. Yeah, it will. It is a set weights and penalties race, so it is carrying top weight at fifty nine kilos. But I don't think that should be an issue. I think it was. I genuinely think that it's a better autumn horse as well. I can remember how it. Uh, he went as a a two-year-old leading up to the slipper. Like, I think everything mapped well and he handled the conditions in Sydney perfectly. So I wouldn't have, I would happily spec that for each way. And the other, other horse, I mean, I think Osipenko could be a classy animal. I think Nash is on. I love that. Uh, 1200 meters could be the slight query. I think it might be on the shorter side, but it's definitely a horse that you could happily follow for the rest of the carnival. I think not sure what their overall plan is, but, yeah, it'll be, I don't know, I'm guessing it might head towards some of the big group ones in the championships. So those two I can back, but I think Sajardin currently sits over the odds for mine. Af cabin for you, Tommy? Yeah, it's hard. It's hard at that price. I mean, you have such a good field. You know, uh, Austin Tanko worries me and had a bit of an injury, played last prep, and uh, a lot of people backed it for a lot of different races, and they never... Uh, it, it never got over that injury, so it's a bit intriguing. Same, and Zoo Tigers um, only had three starts last prep as well. So, as Kelly said, you can make a case for a, a lot of them at, at the odds. I think Communist uh, is really – I'm really keen to see how it comes back and Wolverine and Williamsburg. 
uh, showed some really good stuff last prep. And Monica's been winning through the grades as well at a bit of a price. And it's it's a really open race to me. I'd probably back something like Ossipanko or Sajardin or Communist to see see how they come back at the each way price rather than us. Nice cabin, but um, maybe class this rises above. Um, there's been a bit of money for uh, Capital Queen winning through, uh, winning its maiden at Canterbury, but I oh, know, really tricky one for me. I, I might just sit this one out. Okay. Uh, distance race in race number nine, 1800 metres, and Kettle Hill is going around as a favourite. J Mac award for Kieran and David. It's $4. Um, it's stepping up to 1800. It was 1400 last start in the Bluff and Buster race, and it's obviously a previous uh, overseas galloper. Tommy Markwin rode it a bunch of times, but it's four bucks. So obviously some like it. Star Sparks is there at 550. Big one is King Rattel. Nash is aboard. It's 15 into seven. It's coming off a bunch of seconds. Um, second last start was at Rose Hill to Irish Legend. Lekvate obviously in here as well. One Glass Bay, Shandon Burge, and then you got others, Nothing Sweet About Me, etc. Nothing else really been backed. Uh, King Rattel, though, has been um, had some good support, Coey. Yeah, King Rattel. I mean, uh, I think it's it's the Hayes stable is absolutely flying at the moment. He doesn't have too many horses, but he is flying, so I think it warrants a little bit of stable support there. Um, as for it, I think I do like the two at the top of the market here, Star Sparks and uh, Kettle Hill. I think Kettle Hill stepping up in trip. We finally get to see it probably uh, more of an ideal makeup, so to speak, as race pattern comes. Um, the last two starts in Sydney, uh, particularly, was it the last start or the one before? But it was just boxed in and just didn't, find on and was a little bit of a lead device today so i'm happy to forgive i think j mac on is well again should i say is a big tick barrier one i assume means that he will step a little bit more forward uh it'll probably try and box seat or you know two back the fence thereabouts anyway so i i like where it maps it obviously needs luck in running uh five bucks or whatever the quote was is probably bang on uh same same as uh, Star Sparks. I think last start, I think it shocked everyone that Beaufort Park won that race. I think a lot of people got knocked out of the quaddy purely because of Beaufort Park. So um, this start, 16 and a half, it will be down in, oh, up, uh, down in class, obviously. I don't mind the setup of 1,800 metres. Uh, I think it ticks a lot of boxes. I think it will get a softish lead. Um, nothing sweet about me. Obviously, the stable mate will probably try and post up outside of it. But uh, all things being fair, I think the market's got it pretty bang on for me. And the the interesting runner of the race is this uh, busted and young horse from Cranbourne, um, Shandon Burge. Yeah, um, did all right at the Valley. I had to watch that replay a couple of times. It stuck on well against Aaron Bay. Aaron Bay is no slouch. Ain't no deal done. No slouch. Uh, good track form. Yeah, ticks a few boxes. So I'll, I'll be curious to see if the market reacts to that. But yeah, the top. Top two in the market for me. Agree with him, Tommy? No, I'm going, I've gone a bit wide. I, I just keep saying never again with Kettle Hill. Um, Star Sparks has been all right, but I, I'm, I find it intriguing the McDonald. I mean, sorry, TC's on nothing sweet about me, especially after that third last start rather than the Star Sparks. Um, no pass, but a bit of an association there too. But I, I generally think looking at the Gay, Gay and Adrian um, stable, you're going to see where TC is and riding so well, so nothing sweet about me. Might be a bit of a shock. There is a ton of speed here, especially with UConn and a few gay and Adrians. 
Um, maybe Tara Schultz has really been really consistent this prep with Schiller, and if it can just get behind them, it might get a bit of a tough run and uh, do do exactly what it did at Canterbury the other night and set really up, uh, set up for something like uh, Tara Schultz here. Or if they really overdo it, um, like Varda is the one with um, Ford running it really well. So uh, Tara Schultz is my main bet, but like Varda is the, um, the one I might have a little saver on. Okay. Last of the day is 1,200-meter benchmark 78, Sacramony going around his fave. J Mack and Waller, $4.60. Um, Diamond Dealer, that's it there at 550. A bit of coin for Lindemann, one of your favorite last names. Um, 11 into 750. Hardware Lane is there, drawn wide, $10. Stromboli, American President. Poker Jack, which is uh, it's won a couple of, um, what are they, highways or something from the Pierce? Anyway. Poker Jack should be one of mine that I should be back in. Billion Dollar Baby, Munitions, I think, Jewel Noms, Lord Michael, Rupertar is obviously there as well. So, a bit going on in this market, Coe, but anything you landed on? I don't mind. Uh, well, Diamond Dealer, I think, has good form leading into this. I think just winning form. Uh, I can definitely agree with that. Handles all track surfaces, so it doesn't worry me. Gets the two kilos with Jenny Duggan, and we love Jenny, so... I could see it figuring in the picture, but I uh, wanted a little bit more of a price. Tron Bowley uh, for the Hawks team. Barrier one, I think, is where we need to look, keep our eyes close to. I think it will – I don't know how – I don't know if it will lead. I don't think it will. I think it will box seat, but it should get a decent suck run and then a fucking a perfect run in transit the way I map it anyway because a lot of the speed horses are drawn wide. So the likes of Liberty Sun – Diamond Dealer and Gusonic, Gusonic, uh, will be coming across, uh, whereby it will be covered up and it, it should have a page of a page of a run in transit. So I see it figuring pretty close, good track conditions. Uh, and Brendan Dovdala could actually have a pretty strong day on Saturday. I've kind of got him on about six to eight points at the moment in the Jockeys Challenge. So I don't, I don't mind it. And it is wide open, I'll be honest. Uh, who's the favourite again? Um... Is it, no, it's not Billion Dollar Baby that's favourite, is it? What's that? Who's, fa- who's the favourite of the market at the moment? Sacrimony. It's Sacrimony. Sacrimony is a very, very consistent horse, but I, I just can't – I don't see it mapping well. I, don't, I really don't. I think just that middle draw could get trapped wide, Could might have to settle back. Definitely could figure within the minors and obviously the J-Mac factor, but uh, I think it's under the odds. So I'm going with a little bit more value with – uh, Diamond Dealer and Stromboli for mine. Tommy? Um, yeah, Tommy makes a great point with Stromboli, just that inside gate. And you've got to think American President's gate four, so it's going to take up half the field getting out wide uh, as it loves to go on the outside of the course. So you, you never know with that. But, yeah, like a ton of uh, the speed's drawn really out wide. So it'll be really interesting to see how it goes. So Stromboli, I don't think it's a bad bet at all. Um, Sacramento, how he said, it's... Consistent without winning, um, but I actually like the other the other one in the same colours is Hardware Lane. Draw a bit trippy, but Tommy Mark one on. Um, Tommy, I'll, Tommy, I'll stop you there. Hardware Lane just ran at Albury. Oh, did it? Oh, there you go. Had a go? Yeah. Uh, didn't place. Oh, there you go. Should have um, run there. Yeah. Uh, there goes one well, of Tom yeah, Mark that, ones. That would have been interesting <laughs> with those two. Then maybe maybe gives a bit more for Sacrimony then. But um, I, I I completely agree with you with Stromboli, Coe, and Billion Dollar Baby might be a bit of an interesting run, and Liberty Sun I could have entertained a truly better gate, but um, yeah, uh, you talked me into Stromboli. 
Okay, Stromboli. All right, that is Saturday Randwick. Is there anything you want to add uh, tomorrow night? We've got Mooney Valley going around and also the Kenzo. Uh, we mentioned earlier, I'm not sure if we were recording at the time, but Getty goes around in the first at Randwick. Uh, there's another shorty in race two. There's one I probably will mention. It's Greece in race two at the Valley. It's one of mine. It's a dollar eighty or dollar ninety or something, but uh, it's first up and I really like it. So could be one, but uh, boys, anything for Friday night? Tommy, you got anything? No, just on holidays. I haven't really been uh, looking too much. I'd, I'd say on Saturday, if there was one, uh, it'd be point counterpoint up at Eagle Farm. Um, big fan of the horse and still doing well. And Jaden claiming kilo and a half up there. Um, get one. It was, it was the Armadale Cup, maybe? No, the Ballina Cup. Yeah, so, Ballina Cup, I think it was, yeah. Yeah, so point counterpoint's a really consistent horse. So maybe. Um, little something on in it at Eagle Farm. Coey, anything tomorrow? I do like Getty. I think the price is absolutely gold. I wish I was there for market, o- yeah, market open, but uh, two bucks. I mean, I, I'm happy to put it into a multi. Uh, I could probably do that into, yeah, like you said, Greece is small field worries me with uh, Greece. Um, I think we've all been burnt there before, so I don't know if I want to lock it in with it, but I think Getty... After that 900 meter sprint up at um during the Magic Millions, I, I think it's a good bet. I that maybe with the uh, the Stayers race, one gay who I don't know how to pronounce yeah. it. I'm de- I'm definitely not Kiwi, so I'm I'm probably butchering the shit out of it. But I think that's a pretty solid bet as well with Nash on board. Yeah, right. and I know a lot of people are going to pound inundation in the first at uh, Sandown on the weekend too, but it's rock bottom. It's dollar seventy-five. Uh, one bet we had during the week. Um, look, if you can find a bit more than four dollars for Zaki in the Canterbury Stakes, uh, have a lash because Lost and Running has. Well, John O'Shea has planned on it to go Galaxy into TJ. Animo is not running in the Canterbury Stakes. Marzu probably will. Apparently, Private Eye isn't, and they're all the ones that are around the market. So, even Alligator Blood there is at 11 bucks could go there. But Zaki, we were lucky to get a bit of a price during the week. It was actually $9, whatever day it was, Wednesday or something. That was after Lost and Running and John O'Shea put there, said what they were doing. So, and Zaki's looking pretty good. So, could be a little one. But, uh, just, yeah. Just, just a quick note, I think um, going into the carnival, I think Alligator Blood could be an absolute smoky for yeah. whatever race of noms because. I think Gay and Adrian, isn't it? The band. Yeah. Well, yeah. It's going to be running up here in New South Wales, and I think just the fact that um, trialed well. Well, the way that Gay and Adrian train, if if the horses fit, it it could go back to back to back weeks for like yeah, like um, they'll norm it for everything, and I, I definitely see if you want to take luck out of the equation, I'm sure TC will be booked for every run, so. Um, could be an absolute smoky for this uh, upcoming autumn carnival. It had a good time, didn't it? It won the Stratty, it won the Underwood, and it won the Cantala. So yeah. pretty, um, <laughs> pretty amazing, and it ran pretty well in the Cox and the Caulfield Stakes. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think it'll have a cracking campaign. But um, boys, enjoy Thomas Red Hot Chili Peppers tonight. Enjoy holidays still, Coey. Not sure what you're doing, but uh, drinking like, beers. Yeah, I was going to say something along the lines. Are you working this weekend? Yeah, I'm back on the tools Saturday morning, so I'll be back. Uh, I've got tomorrow off, so uh, Tommy and I, we might think of uh, having a succulent Chinese meal into a bit of a Randwick-Kensington meeting, I reckon. Well, there you go. If you're going to Randwick-Kensington tomorrow, go and annoy them. Maybe buy them a brewski or a meat pie or two. Um, Find some winners. All right, boys, enjoy. Thank you for joining, but uh, talk soon. Cheers, boys. Cheers.